It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is May 28th, 2019. My name is Philip Rossmeich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow us on Twitter or follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to put a bow on the 2019 season, wrap up our player evaluations, talk about the season in general, and of course it was a success, so you know we don't have to evaluate it too much, but talk a bit about what the season means now going forward as we begin to turn the page on the 2020 season. I'll do my big off-season overview on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic, so definitely tune into that. Of course, before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you are looking for. Just like there's a podcast covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail. There's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail. You can find Locked On Raptors and Locked On Warriors to get you set for the NBA Finals. You can find Locked On NBA for a general national discussion. And of course, Locked On Fantasy Basketball has your fantasy basketball needs as we turn toward the final series of the NBA playoffs. You can find all these podcasts, of course, on iTunes, but also check them out on the Himalaya app. The Himalaya app is a free, super easy-to-use app that has every single podcast you love and searching for all available in their, I guess, subscription database. Um, Himalaya features some amazing, amazing features. You could get personally curated playlists made just for you by their by the expert podcast tastemakers over at Himalaya. There are theme collections of shows to help you discover new podcasts if, if just sports podcasts aren't your thing. And, and there's some good non-sports podcasts that I definitely listen to and use the Himalaya app to discover. You could follow listen. You could follow your favorite shows, including Locked On Magic. Like and comment to to favorite shows as well, and join the discussion there as well. You can also get create playlists and of course discover new podcasts over on the Himalaya app. Download it today, Himalaya H I M A L A Y A. Download it today and discover the Himalaya app, home of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find it on the App Store or Google Play Store, and don't forget to follow Locked On Magic when you get there. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. 
Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Before going really any further, the, the, the 2019 season for the Orlando Magic was really an unmitigated success. Um, and I, I don't think there is any other way to describe this season. The Magic entered the season with such low expectations, and maybe low is the wrong word, moderate expectations. The belief was they, they kind of had to keep the same roster together or keep the same group together um, because they didn't have the money to do much else. And so the going thought was, yeah, they'll be healthier. So a 25-win team turns into a 32-win team. It's a nice team, you know, nice little season, but not one that would threaten the playoffs. And, and while I think, you know, I, I was an optimist and believe they did have playoff talent, I wasn't quite ready to invest in them, and, and neither really was, was anyone else. It felt like it was another connector season for Jeff Weltman, a chance for him to kind of continue to set the deck uh, and, and then begin to make bigger moves perhaps in the 2019 offseason, which we are now, of course, at. The goal really, in my estimation, for this season was to restore legitimacy in the franchise, to prove that the franchise was about winning, could win a little bit, but whether they made the playoffs or not wasn't always a part of that goal. And again, maybe that's a bit unfair or... A, a, a bit, you know, obsequious, perhaps, that, that it's not quite something tangible, so to speak. It's kind of a, you know it when you see it. You know, that Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac, and, and to some extent Mo Bamba, showed enough promise to make you believe, okay, there is something there. That 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 this is a team that that is at its beginning stages, but could still grow and develop and build on something. This season was very much about building the foundations for what the team would be. And, and again, to that point, the result of the season didn't matter so much as long as that foundation was built. As long as it felt like the team had a growing identity or, or had a way to play that they could build off of and, and continue to develop and grow. That was really, to me, the big narrative of the season. That, to me, was what was really at stake this season. And again, even by those fuzzy, you know, not particularly clear uh, um, indications, the Magic accomplished that. kind of want to make that clear. The Magic accomplished that goal. Because nothing restores legitimacy in a franchise and belief that there is something to build upon more than making the playoffs. And it came out of nowhere. Orlando was 20-31 and 31 on January 31st after losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder at home. It looked like the season was doing what I think we all expected. It was kind of meandering to the end. Sure, Orlando was still on the outskirts of the playoff race. They weren't out of it by any means. But you could see them fading. And so 
seeing them play some meaningful games around the All-Star break or into February was was nice. It was a good step. And I would have said, you know, it's the season, I wouldn't call it a success, but I would have probably said at that point, you know, we kind of learned what we needed to learn and, and, you know, you see now you see what you can do with it. You let Nikola Vucevic walk, you start getting younger and, and, and you, you keep building with the draft picks that you have and, and, and trust the process that you have. And yeah, I use that word, that phrase. But something did click because this team was about a whole lot more than that. Finishing the year 22-9, and nine, Orlando got to the playoffs. Finishing 42-40, and 40, winning the Southeast Division, uh, clinching a playoff berth on the penult- with the penultimate game of the season and getting to the first round as the seventh seed. This was not a team that snuck into the playoffs. This is not a team that kind of backed their way in, that, that needed others' help. They earned their playoff spot. They beat the Miami Heat in Miami on that big day, on that, in that game in, in April. That put them in position, in the pole position. They beat the Charlotte Hornets on the final night of the season in a game that they didn't need. They made a statement that we are the best team in the, East, in, the in the Southeast Division. That we are a legitimate playoff team. And there is no arguing that point. I don't care what anyone says, and I still get this from people. The Magic didn't get to, get to the playoffs just because they are in the East. They were better than, the, than I think, seven of the teams. I think they finished with the same record as the LA Clippers who finished eighth in the West. They were a playoff team. Period. Full stop. Nothing else needs to be said. They were a playoff team. Steve Clifford at the beginning of the season said to be a, to, to make the playoffs and accomplish their goal, they probably needed to have a top 10 defense and they probably needed to be in the top half of the league in offense. They didn't reach that second mark finishing 23rd in the league in offensive rating, or 22nd in the league in offensive rating, but they did finish 7th in defensive rating. They had a top 10 defense in the league. And that is a credit to the players, that is a credit to the coach, to Coach Steve Clifford, that is a credit to everyone for forging that identity. Even in the dark moments when their offense wasn't working, they found a way to give themselves a chance to win. And again, 42-40, and more often than not, they found a way to win games. They were probably one of the best teams in the league after the All-Star break. And, and by net rating, I think they were fourth or fifth in the league in net rating. So they were legitimately one of the best teams over the final 25, you know, certainly over the final 31 games of the season. And this was all something nobody saw coming. This was all something that caught everyone around the league by surprise. Or perhaps they didn't notice at all, judging by awards voting. But to the Magic, it was vital. It was vital not only to to spark interest in the Magic fan base again. Magic fans showed up to the arena. They showed up over and over and over again. They made their presence felt and they delivered for their team and in so many ways. It was cool to be a Magic fan again. And people bought into this team and who they were and fell in love with them. I wouldn't call this the Heart and Hustle team, but this is the closest we've seen to a Heart and Hustle T 
team since then. And I'll explain for a number of reasons in a bit. But what this team did is they established that foundation. They learned how to win, number one. They learned how to play in meaningful games. You could see that light bulb click that as the season wore on, they they you know, there were times that it looked like the moment was big for them, and certainly in the playoffs it did. But you could see them relishing this opportunity, learning from it, and getting better and better and better as the year went on. You could see it in individual players how they picked up their play. From Terrence Ross to Aaron Gordon to really honestly, one of the big turning points was Jonathan Isaac feeling comfortable in his body, feeling comfortable on the court. And really beginning to to not dominate games, but hold his own and provide a huge boost offensively as much as defensively. Aaron Gordon did such a good job filling gaps, defending, and 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 being a, a scorer when he needed to be and a distributor when he needed to be. Just being patient on the attack. And of course, everything ran through Nikola Vucevic. He was the fulcrum for the entire offense. Someone who could who could pass from the high post or score on a jumper or get down low and score near the basket. Everything ran around him and he always seemed to make the right play. Again, until the playoffs. This was a team that really honed in on what it had to do. Playing together and simply finding a way for them, for that specific team to work. The playoffs, of course, exposed a lot of their flaws. No one's going to deny that. The Raptors knew that Vucevic was the fulcrum of the offense, the only guy that defenses had to account for at all times, or at least double and, 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 and kind of use him to cut off the offense because no one else could create their own shot. The Magic's three-point shooting was, although 11th in the league in percentage, inconsistent throughout the year. And that proved true in the playoffs when the Raptors doubled Vucevic hard and used their length to close down passing lanes and make it tough for him. And therefore, make it tough for the Magic offense. Not getting shooting from Evan Fournier hurt deeply in that series. And and Fournier had an odd off year, as as we detailed earlier on the podcast. But that foundation is laid now. Steve Clifford showed the magic, showed this team, that they can accomplish these goals. That there are principles that will lead to success. And all of that is important. All of that is something this team can grow and build upon. And that is so big, so big for this team moving forward. But of course, there are a lot of questions moving forward. A lot of questions that that honestly may make this past season questionable about whether it really did establish that foundation for this team to grow upon. Because the Magic have some very big decisions to make this offseason. And we'll begin to discuss those here in just a moment. But today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. 
Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Additionally, thanks to Untuck It for sponsoring Locked On Magic today. If you're looking for a great Father's Day idea or really just a great gift for, for anyone in your life, I think, Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. I own a couple of untucked shirts. They are fantastically comfortable. They are, uh, just again, just really good casual shirts to wear, whether you're at work or at play. Just the the perfect kind of shirt shirt to wear that makes you feel comfortable and confident. Go to untuckit.com, enter the promo code NBA to get 20% off today. And so we enter this offseason, the 2019 offseason, and the Magic face some some very real questions of, uh, and, and some questions that could make it difficult to sustain the at least tangible growth that we saw this past season. And I think a, 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 a fair but perhaps overboard criticism of this past season was simply that Orlando relied on their veterans to lead them into the playoffs. It was Nikola Vucevic and, and to some extent, DJ Augustine and and Terrence Ross and, and a little bit Evan Fournier as well, although he, he had his struggles. It was these players that had the ball in their hands late in games that were kind of the, the, the fulcrums and, and the guys pushing the team toward wins and losses. And this criticism is not unfounded. Nikola Vucevic was by far the best player on the team. He was deservedly an all-star. He was the fulcrum for the team's offense, and he played the best defense of his career. He's been a better defender than people give him credit for, um, but he was better defensively than he'd been at any point in a Magic uniform. And losing him would set this team back. He is an unrestricted free agent. The Magic will have to make a decision on whether to bring him back, and Fucevic will have that right to make that decision too. They'll have to make a decision whether to bring him back for how much and for how long. And with Mo Bamba waiting in the wings, those questions become very difficult, especially considering the Magic's cap situation, which I will detail in a little bit more tomorrow. But let me put it this way. If the Magic do bring Vucevic back, they will have very little in the way of adding new players to the roster, at least for the near future. Orlando knows that despite how well Vucevic played this year, despite how well they, he played, he is probably not the long-term future for this team. 
And that is going to affect how they enter negotiations with him. Without doubt. The Magic don't want to give him a max contract because they're not going to commit to him that much. I'm a Vucevic guy. I'm a Vucevic fan. I'm not willing to commit that much to him. And if someone does, the Magic will let him walk. The same could be said for Terrence Ross. I think Ross may have a little bit more value, um, but will also, I think, get a lot more suitors on the market than even Vucevic does, even though he'll be paid a little bit less. He'll be paid, paid less, probably in the 12 to $15 million per year range, depending on how team players go this summer. So it is fair to, to it is fair to assume and ponder what do the Magic do if these players leave? Especially Vucevic. Are you going to put the ball in Evan Fournay's hands a little bit more after the season that he had? Is Aaron Gordon ready to take on more of that role? Is Jonathan Isaac ready to take on a little bit more on-ball duty? And where is Mo Bamba as far as ready being ready to start? It's fairly easy to see how quickly these questions, these big questions, and these are big questions, arise, and how quickly you begin to think maybe this was just a one-off playoff appearance. And again, the playoffs showed so many of the team's weaknesses as constructed. They need to add talent. They need to get better. They need guys to improve internally. They need Markel Fultz to be healthy, probably. You can already see, though, you lose Vucevic, and a lot of other things have to happen to make up for that loss. Certainly, you can go sign a guy in free agency, and if you let both Vucevic and Ross walk, all of a sudden, you do have a little bit more money to spend. Um, there's a question about whether to stretch Timothy Mozgov's contract, which I think will come into play this summer, although that's not what I would do. I think I'd, I'd eat, eat the last year and let it come off my books for 2020. Um, but if there's someone you really like, maybe it's worth that extra cost or that extra hit on your books. Again, these are all issues we're going to talk about over the next, next month as we get ready for free agency. But the Magic have to ask the big question here. Are our young guys ready to lead us to the playoffs? How much of the veterans can we rely on? And ultimately, the question that so many fans had from the beginning of the season, how do we transfer the power, or at least the roster, from the Nikola Vucevic, Evan Fournier group to the Aaron Gorn, Jonathan Isaac group? And really, that's only going to happen when they are ready for it to happen. That's only going to happen when they make it happen. And who knows when that will be? It could be next year. That gamble could pay off. And, and maybe you know, by July, Hammond and Weltman will have an idea of whether they're ready to ascend to that role. And make, that will make the Nikola Vucevic decision a lot easier. Maybe next year the Magic will be willing to take the losses or take maybe a little bit of a hit to begin pushing those guys into those leadership roles. Building an offense more around them rather than Vucevic and finding veterans to kind of piecemeal the roster together and keep them competitive because I don't think there's any going back. The Magic are not going away from pushing for the playoffs. Now, they won't make any short-term, short-sided moves 
that jeopardize their long-term future again. That's that's what I've always said about this team. They're not going to do anything to mess the long-term vision up for a short-term goal. But they're not against short-term goals either. They want to be in the playoffs. The fans want to keep this momentum up. And honestly, most importantly, Clifford's not going to let them uh, let them get up. And the players certainly want to make the playoffs again too now that they've had a taste of it. You can just sense the excitement and, and energy even into the offseason that this season has produced. Because again, it was an unmitigated success. But at this point, we don't know what the 2020 team is going to look like. We don't know how different it's going to be. We don't know just what this team is going to be able to accomplish. Not yet, at least. And this is still just a really difficult spot for Jeff Weltman to be in. How he doles out money, how he doles out contracts, the players he targets, and who the Magic ultimately bring in is going to define a lot of his, at least the early part of his tenure as president of basketball operations. All eyes now turn to him. Because by, by July 2nd, July 3rd, we're going to know what lies ahead for the Magic. We don't know that right now. I, I would honestly put re-signing Nikola Vucevic at a 50-50 shot. I, I think it's if there's one team that's going to give him a ton of money, the Magic might have to sit it out, might have to, might have to fold. At least, you know, in that, in the, on that can. And then that leaves them searching for a starting caliber center. You know, maybe they go after a Brook Lopez. Maybe they go after a Demarcus Cousins if the money's there. Who knows? Who knows what Demarcus Cousins could get? We'll we'll see what he looks like in the finals when he when he steps back on the court. Maybe they do find that trade for Evan that involves an Evan Fournier or, or someone else. We don't know. And so a, a season that was a success, as I said. And a season that should be the beginnings of something. And culturally, it certainly was. But in building up the roster and and seeing continuity from year to year, from seeing a natural progression of improvement, unfortunately, we cannot say this season was a success for that front. Because there are still so many questions the Magic have to answer to even get back to the level that they were at last year. And it's hard to predict how the Magic will answer those questions. I will try in the next month to kind of, you know, certainly tomorrow I will lay out the decisions the Magic have when it comes to free agency. As things stand now. And, you know, I haven't done my deep dive into it yet, which is, again, why I'm kind of doing this, this more basic overview but my initial look at it shows that it's 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 there there is opportunity there. If the Magic did want to go after a, a, a big time free agent like a Kemba Walker, they certainly can free up the money to do it. It would, it would take some accounting, it would take some maneuvering, but they can do it. Is it likely? I don't think it is. I, I don't, I, honestly, I don't think the Magic are, are at the point where they should be going after big-time free agents yet. I don't think that that's, that's the strategy they should take. But tasting a little bit of success 
changes the perception of you around the league and changes your thought process too because now you feel like the window is opening a little bit and Magic aren't in a championship window right now. We, we know that. And so we do have big questions that we'll have to, have to address and have to answer as we inch closer to the offseason. Thanks, everyone, for, for listening today. Today's show is brought to you by Grip6 Ultra Lightweight. Uh, sorry, I read that copy wrong. Today's show is brought to you by Grip6. Ultra Lightweight belts with no holes, no flap is a great Father's Day gift. I own a Grip6 belt. I love it. I wear it with everything, whether it's work or play. I'm, I'm big on the versatility with my clothes. I want to be able to wear it to work. I want to be able to wear it, you know, going out with friends or or, or just going out to, to wherever. And, 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 and Grip6 Belt certainly does that. I wear it with jeans. I wear it with slacks. I wear it with khakis. You know, I wear it with, with everything because it works with everything. And this Father's Day, Grip6 has a special offer for you. Check it out at grip6.com slash lock. That's grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device and on the Himalaya app. Don't forget the Himalaya app is your place to find personally curated playlists made just for you by our expert podcast tastemakers. Discover new podcasts through theme collections of shows to help to help you discover new podcasts, find everything from comedy to mystery, thrillers, and sports, like the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can follow your favorite shows, like and comment on them, and of course, discover new podcasts as well. The, the Himalaya app is a fantastic app for all your podcast needs. If you're a podcast fan, download the Himalaya app off the App Store or Google Play Store today, and don't forget to follow Locked On Magic once you're there. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Wright. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.